Jack Nicholson, he's been his age he is now for about 60 years. It's but not like, like old, old. Like the lady from uh, Harry Potter. She's Have you seen wispy. Her? She's wispy. It's because like she's same. frail, she's, she's <laughs> creepy. Her hair is wispy. It's that like the man's when you get old. Welcome to the movie bin. Season three, man, it's different. It's <laughs> <laughs> our tagline this season. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of this is our uh, movie been after dark. Movie been after dark. Yeah, if you dark. really like, if you're like, man, I love uh, hearing those people talk, but those kids movies were just too light for me. Yeah, I wish you're they season love this three season. I cared about for real. Well, here they are. So what this uh, season three? Um, if you haven't yet, go subscribe, rate our podcast five stars on iTunes. Yeah, just only the five star one. Only the fives. If you're gonna rate it lower, just don't even go rate it. Yeah, you just yeah. maybe just send us an email. Go, Drop us an email. Give your one star rating to another podcast. Yeah, call yeah, yeah. tunis at gmail.com if you have any critiques. Oh, that's my actual email, so thank you. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> where the fan mail goes. <laughs> the so movie bin has an email address. <laughs> Do we have an email address? What's our real email address? <laughs> um, I think it's moviebin1990 at gmail.com. Okay. I guess yeah, the movie then was taken. Quick. Double check. It was on that. taken. Of course, we it forgot was taken. to introduce ourselves. Oh, my name's Ryan. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not now. I'm not now. I know. I messed up. <laughs> no, I was gonna Welcome say. Welcome to the movie, man. <laughs> I'm Colleen. Wow, Mary's over there. It's supposed to be Ryan Colleen. Why do you always <laughs> laugh when we're doing introductions? Like, because you said I'm Ryan and I opened my mouth, but I didn't mean I wasn't going to say I'm Mary. I was going to say I'm Colleen. You were going to say I'm Colleen. We, do, we always used to do I'm Ryan, I'm Colleen, I'm Mary, I'm Christian. And so when you said I'm Ryan, I almost said I'm Colleen. She was ready to go. Wow. From the top. From the top. Welcome to the movie, Ben. My name is Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. And we are here, season three. And, and we are talking about The Shining. Yes. Which uh, Mary I was and about. I have. This is an iconic. What were you right about? The movie, Wispy the hair? email address. Oh, oh. it's movie been 1990. I thought you were googling like hair facts about wispy <laughs> hair being creepy. How movie to get ben, your hair to look as much like cotton candy as possible. Bingo. <laughs> Moviebin1990 at gmail.com. If you have anything less than a five-star review, send us an email. Yes. Or if you just want to tell us we're doing great. Or if you have a suggestion for a movie. Yes. Or if you want Disagree. to be a guest, but don't. But I would say in general, don't expect us to email you back. Wow. Because wow. I have very not low incentive. That you know, since I made it like last year. We should check after We this. should probably look and see. We're there might be it. a lot of emails there. Thank it's you. Thank you in advance for all the fan mail we've received that we have yet to get back to. We are <laughs> sending you a movie bin sticker in the mail. We're on it. We do have this some week. Movie, we do have some movie bin sticker. So if you do send us an email with a recommendation or uh, mm-hmm. feedback, and we your will, address. We'll, and your address. Send you a sticker. And fifty cents for a stamp. Don't make cash, us track it cash down. Cash app Colleen for that. Yes. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we are watching The Shining this week. The this Shining. is a iconic horror movie that Ooh. Ryan and Mary have not seen. Spooky. But I actually watched a couple years ago. And Why, Colleen? So Were you here's, just like rainy Saturday? Let's watch was, something uplifting. Here's no, something it was behind like, the uh, scenes. Halloween. We ran a, we ran a whole list of like horror movies that we have or have not seen. Colleen has seen a, most of them. I, I have seen I'm not gonna lie. I like a good I like okay, I have categories. I like a scary movie sometimes. Okay. I don't like um like ghosts or like uh, what are the genres um, of horror movies? Because like it's like murder, a big genre. But what's the? I don't know what the I official like ones are. Which ones do you bloody like? Bloody horror movies. Yeah, there are spiritual horror don't movies, like, those. like demonic I'm, ones. I'm what are bloody those. horror movies? Like an example, like Saw, like the gory mm-hmm. type yeah. ones where like people Saw. like suspense. There horror. are there are realistic horror movies that like would what? be like the ones where the phone calls coming from inside the house Did, kind of vibe, where it's something that you'd be scared would actually Disturbia. happen to you. Disturbia. That's a realistic horror movie? I don't know. I don't it's know. Only, it's is that a scary. horror movie? It was, uh, it's I a was suspense, scared. It's I got, a I jumped, and then I think that there's mental horror movies like Shutter Island. 
Or like, um, that's, that's, that's a thriller though. Uh, There's like, do you say no. horror thriller place, the same thing? A Quiet Place quiet is place. a horror movie. It's a scary movie. I, well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say horror. I I would say scary. I scary. can't enunciate there horror is, very well no, anyway. We'll so hopefully say, we don't have to edit any of these words. It feels like you have bloody and then like spiritual, bloody, spiritual, mental, real. But suspense, there's a there's a fine line, I would say. I'm just curious, because I, I would say, like, I don't love, like, demonic, yes. spiritual yeah, type horror movies. I refuse to watch that. If you the came Conjuring, here for demonic movies, this is not the place. But I did go see The Ring in the theater. That's but not that's not demonic. demonic. That's there's like, like a, a ghost girl with no, the hair. No, no, it's different. It's that's No mental. one's being, like, possessed. Horror or, like, monster there's movies? There's not, like, a ghost that's, like... Monster movies? Or Satan's w- not involved. I would say oh, monster movies are probably... A horror genre? Yeah. yeah. Horror? Maybe there horror. needs to be a third one really just for work monsters. That second we'll R is what scary. gets me. Just say scary. Scary movies. Scary movies. <laughs> first episode was about the other thing. Yes. Horror movie was Pretty Woman. Horror movie is episode three. It's The Shining. The Shining. Which Mary and I still haven't seen. We're going to watch it here shortly yes. in just a few. And so you guys are going to give your, you know, what you know about the movie thus far. Okay, let me go first. Mary, go Here's ahead. what I I'll know about in the, the movie in five seconds. I'll ask some questions. <laughs> she's, she's counting. She's yes, counting. Right? That's it. That's all I you know about the movie. You have to I know like, the title. I lit- I've never seen you- the movie cover. I only know that Jack Nicholson's in it because Ryan said it at the end of the last There's episode. There's no, like, scenes you can think of? Nothing. Because I, um... Have, have you seen the episode of Friends nothing. where Joey reads the book and puts the book in the fridge? No. Okay. Puts a book in the fridge? But he was reading The Shining and he gets scared. He puts it in the freezer. That's hilarious. Because he <laughs> doesn't want to, like, that. he, like, pushes it away. So this is a book. As well it's as a I, okay, here's things that I know about it. Okay. I know that it's a book by Stephen King. Oh, yeah. no. Does uh, <laughs> that make it worse oh, for you? No. It's going to be so scary. It is very scary. But I have never seen, I can't think of many Stephen King movies other than like The Green Mile that I've seen. Like, I don't. I didn't see Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. I didn't see scary. it. I don't, I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. You're, okay. You guys are really upset important. with me. Does you guys, he, it, it's very scary. I'm not going to lie. I'm really glad to be The Shining is very scary. The Shining is very scary. I. I'm very afraid by movies. I know that Stanley like, Kubrick I directed like it. We can watch it together. Okay. Um, that sounds good. Stanley Kubrick, who is known for kind of like some weird movies like 2001 A Space Odyssey or uh, Apocalypse Now. Didn't he do Apocalypse Now? I don't, I don't know. know. It's not Apocalypse Now. You are the one who normally knows Full Metal stuff. Jacket. Sorry, not Apocalypse Now. Sure, of course. But Stanley Kubrick directed it. <laughs> and here's all I know about it. Jack Nicholson, the ageless wonder. Old ageless wonder. Old since the beginning of time. Yeah, go He's in it. Yes. Uh, and I know there's, they're in a big, uh, like a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... This is the one with the twins. Yes. That's what I was... Yes. There's but some very, like, classic things you should have at least... say, I see dead people. Nope. Now you are... That's you're in the sixth, sixth sense. sense. It's a very God, different movie. What are they movies? I see dead people. What do they say? The twins don't say anything. Okay, that's it. That's all I know about the movies. Uh, this is the one with the little girl twins. Okay, all right, so I know that Jack Nicholson... Uh, it's on a, a winter vacation with his family. Okay. They're up in a mountain hotel. Okay. Uh, which doesn't have a lot of people staying there, but he and his family are there, and there's it's a haunted hotel. There's hijinks uh, everywhere. Okay. Is this like the Disney Channel original movie Tower of Terror? It's a it's Tower uh, of Terror meets Smart House. I feel like the hotel is, a, is like haunted. Mm, so is Tower of Terror. But um, the only scenes I've ever seen are the, like pictures. I've, there's like a little boy riding a big wheel down the hallway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the twin girls, and then I feel like there's. Um, Who do you think all those kids are? They're like his kids. Do you think the, no. the twins and no. the little boy are well, his the kids? Twins are they ghosts. probably twins are died ghosts. there. The little boy is his son, and it's like him and his son and his wife, and they, there's probably like a girl there too, and <laughs> maybe a granddad comes too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on vacation. <laughs> 
but they picked. They're, they're, at the they're like, you thought it was safe to go it, on winter break. <laughs> Welcome to The Shining. What is The Shining? What's, what does that mean? The Shining. Yeah. What like, is that uh, well, here's what I think. Uh, all I the scenes I've ever seen effect. from the movie is that uh, this. Uh, it's all during the day, so I feel like that the sun's always out at this hotel, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the sun is always shining. Ex- no, <laughs> I bet you that it's an effect, like a like a the glimmer, like a, like a shining effect. Okay. A shining, like there's a shimmer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but not then, like in like a sci-fi kind of way, more just in a like, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, here's the only in scene I remember way. from The Shining is, I want to say it was in the movie Twister, where they're out watching a uh, drive-in movie. Like how you think, just started this, the only scene I remember from, <laughs> from The Shining is, from is in the movie Twister. <laughs> Like most people. Yes. And they're at a drive-in movie, and I feel like The Shining is playing. You're right. And um, all I remember is, like, Jack Nicholson is, like, trying to chop a door down with an axe. Oh, no. What's going to be behind? I bet you you that his kid is back there, like, getting tortured by one of the— Yeah, his kid got kidnapped by the house. Yeah, and that he has to go in and get—because that's, like, some parent-level, like, lift a car off your baby kind of level. Yeah, so I'm going to, like, I'm going to axe into this room and get my kid, and we're going home. This vacation is over. over. Yeah. We're going back to school early. I think we nailed it. I feel pretty good about I think, the plot. Uh, you How guys old is this movie? Is this from like the 90s um, or is it like... This is 1980. Okay, oh, that's, so some, that's good. Okay, so it's not okay. going to be crazy realistic. If we're talking about favorite horror movies, uh, my favorite genre is the grown-up Scooby-Doo movies like Scream. Oh, where they're like I the who done it like movies. the live-action Scooby-Doo no, no, movie. Not live-action Scooby-Doo, the ones where it's like uh, one of these friends is the murderer and let's figure it out. By the, they're more of like mystery capers. My favorite of the scary movies I know movies what you did last summer. Is, I've never guy. seen that. You never seen that either. No, right, we'll I don't do that. like scary movies. We're gonna do. Oh, you are gonna. Have so, you seen Scream? Not the one that I like the most is Shutter Island, and that's I know you movie. just said that it's that's a, pretty, a thriller, a but movie. I did have to stop watching it halfway through and pick it up again the next day. I accidentally it me out so much. I thought I was watching Inception with my grandparents, and instead we rented Shutter Island. Oh no! <laughs> with my mom and my dad well, and my sisters some, and my like, grandparents I after Thanksgiving. Did you not realize? How far into Pretty this? far into it. I was like, I don't think this was the Was it when, like, rent. that old oh. creepy lady was, oh, my gosh, she was so Wispy, you, too. When you, when you rented Shutter Island. I don't like when old women like lose their people. hair. That's what it is. It's part it, of life. Old now. women and old men, when they just have, like, wisps of hair, that I'm like. <gasps> that's the parts that scare you, is wispy hair. scalps. Okay, well. Let's go watch The Shining. Yes, we're going to watch The Shining. We'll report back shortly and see what Ryan and Mary think. Can't wait. Hate horror movies. <laughs> Super spooky. Wow. That goes out the head you know what I don't? Uh, you know what I don't uh, really love is watching horror movies in February. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Or March or wherever we watch this. Really? Mary and I watched this at like six thirty, so it didn't have yeah. to be too dark. The out. sun was out. Yeah, still. It was like no, this like sun was out. I went but home had, and I had enough time to watch like an episode of a decompress. TV show before. Yeah, I went to or bed, put it yeah. on at nine thirty at night That's and then yeah. pulled it. We seven were sitting next to each other and. <laughs> 
seven baskets of laundry. I have two children. That's more horrifying than anything that happened in this scene. That's not even true. part of that night. Was that much laundry I The mismatch socks. I feel like I had to do something else other than just sit there and watch this movie because I wouldn't have enjoyed it very much if I was just sitting there watching it. I I just tried. In case there was something scary, I was like, oh, I'll just fold these. uh, You wanted to have a distraction These child's jeans. (laughs) (laughs) These are my little boys. Did you did you Marie Kondo them? I Kondo. I don't know how to Kondo shirts. <laughs> Mary, don't cry. Imagine if they were your jeans. I don't I'll wear just child, these child's jeans. I don't wear child's jeans. You're, you did say you were a wispy boy, but I was a wispy lad. You're now a wispy. Colleen probably has never folded clothes in her life. Oh my gosh. Do you have like I've seen those <laughs> services that come and like pick up your laundry and then return them wrapped laundry in laundry to you. Yep. The laundry no, to you. Re- return with bows. Thank you to our them. sponsors today. Laundry That's to you. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> laundry to you. Uh, so the shining. Well, yeah, the shining. The shining. Wow. Yikes. What a film. Uh, bizarre, creepy. You know? Mm-hmm. Not uh, as scary as you thought, Mary, is not, what you said. Yeah, this was the first time I saw it, and I'm a huge baby when it comes to scary movies. I am a I chronic thought you were going to say a quote like, I'm a huge. Baby when it comes to movies type person. <laughs> baby when it comes to movies. You're a huge baby, comma, when it comes to movies like this. <laughs> Go on. Um, I am a chronic jumper. Anything will get me. Really? Yeah, my roommates say it's like I forget anybody else lives You're there. You're skittish. Yeah, I am skittish. And I have a strong imagination, and so movies like will really stick with me. And so I don't generally like watching scary movies, which is this, why I've not seen a lot of Would you of call them. this a scary movie? Yes. Um, I know we yes. talked a little about horror genre in the front half of this episode. I don't know where this falls. I, I think it Psychological does. Psychological thriller? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think this could be but that. They're like but technically ghosts, kind of. I mean, it's horror. Kinda. I mean, don't give the plot away. Well, why don't yeah. you just tell, tell us, everyone why don't you just tell us the plot? And I will say, this is, this one's a little tricky. There's a lot of parts to this. I, mean, I don't know why uh, you could say this is tricky. It literally spells out the entire timeline for you. It takes little pauses and puts like... Thursday. Yeah, but the, <laughs> you don't even later. know how. <laughs> you want me to go in that detail? It's okay. like going from like a, uh, what, October to like Wednesday. It's all right. over the map. We that don't is know true. Two o'clock later. Two p.m. 2019. <laughs> Back in That's, time 100 years. Yeah. So starting uh, when at the beginning. Yeah, so Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson Ageless who's, wonder. Who's, who's giving the plot summary this week? I was week? just starting her off. Yeah, uh, okay. That's enough out of you. <laughs> Jack and Wendy, lovely couple with a son named Danny. Uh, Jack is an aspiring writer and decides to take a job as a caretaker in a hotel in Colorado called the Outlook Hotel. Mm-hmm. Out- yeah, that's right. So far, so good. So the Are you ho- doing this from memory? Yes. This is good. Look at uh, her. Look at me. No, she has no, notes. no hands. No, no notes. notes. No hands. This is good. She's seared. <laughs> <laughs> Just sear it into your brain. <laughs> the no hands designer. And no hands designer. It's amazing dun, what dun, you can do. Dun. That tagline, the power of nub. <laughs> the power of nub. Wow. I feel like this is... Uh, Sorry, wow. I still heard listeners strong. without hands. And now I don't know where... You really alienated a whole audience in the movie, then. <laughs> okay, let's, let's see if I can be- get back Jack in Jack and Wendy. So, Jack and Wendy uh, going to the Outlook Hotel to be caretakers while... Is that a normal uh, thing? Just a question. The I, hotel just hotel closed down randomly. I so know. they have a pretty. The owner makes a pretty, or a manager makes a pretty good case for it, saying that it was originally like built because of the scenic environment, not because they wanted people to come vacation there during the right. winter. And so they closed down because the roads are inaccessible. But it does right. seem strange they would hire like a out bad, that job versus like 
well, know, contract it from within. Because they did. The, and so in, in Jack's interview, they tell him the old caretaker, like at the end of the interview, which was very convenient, kind of get him paint this beautiful picture <laughs> of this hotel you get to kind of live in. And then, by hotel. the way, in case, just, just got to put this out there, the last caretaker went crazy and murdered his whole family. I believe and his direct In the hotel, is, right? uh, In the hotel, yeah. He, uh, Killed his family with an axe. Yeah, that was <laughs> so, so casually. And Very casual. Jack Nicholson is not really here's faced the, uh, by this. Here's the kitchen, and uh, by uh, the way, the guy killed people with an axe. definitely unfazed. Unfazed, and actually says, I think my wife will love that. She's uh, into, uh, like, crime stuff, basically. <laughs> basically, true <laughs> She's crime She's a true podcasts. crime, yeah, back then. She would have definitely listened to some true crime podcasts. <laughs> and so the family goes out to the hotel, um, and Jack is writing unsuccessfully. Uh, they're kind of living it up the first couple, mm-hmm. I don't know, kind days, of Richie months. Rich style. Like, yeah. There's like a uh, room they service cart. They have this cart. giant right, but hotel that's just for them. The only other person in there is that. a cook. Yep. And I forgot his name. Oh, uh, Halloran is the last name. His real name is Scatman. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Scatman so, Carruthers or something like that. Yeah, uh, Scatman Carruthers. Also, this is an interesting part. Their son, Danny, uh, has... Oh, as an aside. <laughs> as an aside, which is actually a big part of this movie. <laughs> um, well, at first you just think he has like these imaginary friends that live, or one imaginary friends Tony. that lives in his mouth. Yep. And um Tony. 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 And he uses his finger to talk to him, which is the creepiest part creepy. of the movie, I think, is this little kid. Yes, absolutely. Mm. No, you know, it's up there. I think so. I anyway, see why it would be so Tony Tony and the cook establish this weird they can tell that there's like a vibe between them. But not in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not wow. this like, is not that movie. Like that. I know we've that really taken not, this podcast wow. to some dark places this season, but, but not that. that's not it. <laughs> More like a vibe. When I said that, I mean like they were figuring out that they could both communicate basically telepathically. ESP. Yeah. Whatever ESP. that is. What's ESP? ESP? What does that stand for? Extra special powers. I don't think that's right. Moving on. Anyway. Don't look that up. So it's called the shining. And so that yeah, the telepathic power is called the shining. Which I was and way off on my. Yes. I thought, I what did you say again? Super I, off. Thought, I thought it was about the sun. How? Because I feel like all the clips I had seen from that movie were during the daytime. Very and sunny. so I thought that it just, the sun never set and then he went crazy from that. No. That would but, not make you go crazy. You don't think if it ever went night, it wouldn't make you go crazy? I, there's I think, blackout curtains. Yeah, but it's still light make outside. Make your own night. Mm. Make your own night. That sounds like a tagline anyway. for some <laughs> Sin City type situation. <laughs> So, okay. in addition to being able to communicate telepathically, they can also see um, ghosts. They're not really ghosts or spirits or presences. He makes, um, Halloran makes a point of telling Danny, like, they're not real. They're like pictures in a book. Halloran is who again? The cook. The cook. cook, Yeah, who promptly leaves. Yes. After telling him about The Shining and that it's something that his grandma has and he, like, is used to seeing these, like, presences around the hotel and stuff. And if you see anything, don't panic, which is good that he's saying it. Because by this point, they've been, they're getting toured around the hotel and Danny has already seen those tiny, uh, those little twin girls. Who are really twins, apparently. Yeah, they're apparently, like, what, eight and ten, but they look like twins. That was not cast very well then because they were definitely I always hear them referred to, I guess, as the girls from The Shining, but I always thought that it was the twins. That's all I ever, I mean, whenever you see it in like pop culture it's always like the twin girls I always thought that they I also thought that they were like a huge um, point of the plot and they are like barely in it it's it's very much like Colleen's Pretty Woman scene where she thought the whole whole movie was in in the the store. store yeah nope not true so Halloran leaves so Halloran leaves and um you kind of slowly get to see 
Jack is like, oh, also, quick backstory on Jack. He's like, he the worst. Be, he's the worst. He used to be an alcoholic. You could tell there's some family drama that mm-hmm. had happened. And so he's, I mean, he's going through some stuff anyway. Yeah. And also, I would say, honestly, the creepiest part of this movie is just the wife in general. She's not <laughs> she that is, bad. She is so creepy. She's like she's the nicest very, person in the whole movie. Mm, she looks, she is more scary without she saying is anything. She's so kind to him and takes she care is. of her son very well. She is the best part of the I'm whole movie. I'm not saying that she's a bad caretaker. She appears as though she could go off the deep end. I at any minute. She's very fragile. Yes. She looks like the Momo character in real life. Wow. Way to make it current, Colleen. It's <laughs> relevant. The 1980, um, just like today. Yes. Get it? Okay. Um, so anyway, you start to see him kind of decline. He starts kind of yeah. going crazy as he's writing this book or... It's not really a book. You'll see. You'll see you'll it later. See. Uh, it's not not doing a whole lot. And all uh, Danny is seeing more and more weird things in the hotel. Um, the mom's just trying to hold them all the, together. Yeah, the mom is just doing her very doing best. her best. She's, she is doing her best. And um, as things get worse, I'm trying to remember where like the. I feel oh, like it all starts with the choking. Yep, it yeah, all so starts it really to starts to go downhill. downhill. Room tw- 237. Yeah. 237, which is also Mary's apartment number. So she was extra creeped out by that. Yeah, yeah we don't talk a whole lot I about room three, about 237. A- that, was a, that was a scene and yeah. a half. Oh, yeah. That was- if you haven't watched it, it I'm just, just going to tell you. It freaked you. me out to go home is the thing because we have a semi-theory that our apartment is a little haunted. Oh, wow. Slash people break into your house and use your food and I've heard utensils. it both ways. Okay, so our apartment number is yes. 237. So when they made a big thing out of that, I was like, oh, oh, yikes. So anyway, the this whole scene kind of culminates where Jack is having a nightmare and he's like freaking out. The wife comes over to check on him. He basically mm-hmm. says, I had a dream that I killed you and Danny. Yeah. And Which, you know, not, not really great, you know, social no, that's like, nuance to not- say like— I would have just said if I had he a dream that I killed my wife and kids, I probably would not reveal that. To right, me. and at the same that's really time, gonna, gonna Danny, break some trust, I think. Danny walks through into the big hotel lobby area where they are, but is like acting super weird. And the mom goes over to see him, and he's got these like fingerprints on his yeah, neck, and his like he's sweaters been ripped. like his sweaters ripped, like he's been choked. And so she thinks it's Jack, and like freaks out, takes Danny, runs him out of the room, and then Jack goes to the hotel bar and meets a ghost bartender. Yep, essentially, who wow. he's very happy who, to see as yeah. an alcoholic. Who is just about ready for a drink after that kind of nightmare and being accused of trying to strangle his son. Right. And the ghost bartender uh, basically tells him that he's been here all along and that Jack— And it's all very cryptic. It's It's all very cryptic. cryptic. It's like— Yeah, you don't really totally understand what's happening. It was also hard to tell that he was a ghost. I didn't realize that he was a— a ghost bartender. And so anyway, uh, that all happens. Wendy comes in, and then and then it all just starts to just go to hell. Well, yeah, Jack it, uh, goes into up to see what's all the stuff with room 237, yep. and there's a, la- there's a naked lady in the bathtub, uh, and she seems boy. like she's going to be hot, and then, whoa, Turns she is not a, hot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. a zombie grandma. Most bizarre Yikes. scene. And for no apparent no reason. No apparent reason, and I would say maybe that scene, you could if you see it coming, just fast forward. There's, yeah, there's you don't not need to really, watch that at all. I don't think it's part of the plot. It's not emotionally enriching. It's kind of the <laughs> cue that's like, oh, this is about to go from creepy and weird to like, in, oh my right. gosh. It is the part is where, happening? but I would say like if you're watching this for the first time and you see Jack Nicholson go into room 30, 237, just know. Things are going to get ratcheted up a little bit. Yep. And then fast forward the movie about two minutes. Yep, that's all right. And so, yes, he is quickly just digressing. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Devolving. 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 Deteriorating. Yeah, that's, that's the word. The word. That's the word. We knew that. We were all we around were very it. close. We were, got it, that one. Uh, <laughs> and then, meanwhile, the mom's taking care of the son. The son writes red rum 
on yeah. the door. Which means he's, he's like dyslexic. Is what right. He's like. Well, I told Mary I felt like an idiot. I didn't realize what neither, that was. Neither later. did I. I felt like I should have known. He writes red rum on the door, and then she. But he writes the R's backwards already. You kind of so you start I reading it backwards. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't. I just I'm thought sorry. he was a kid, and he was possessed by a demon, and didn't and he know how to really write. Red rum. Oh, that's true. Red, red rum. Red rum. Boy, it was a, freaky, and then he starts yelling, that'll stick yelling with you. it. Yeah, really. Well. He's standing next to his mom's bed with a knife at one point. I do want to point out the knives in this movie. Looked very much like movie props, though. They mm, looked true. like flat pieces of sheet metal. They did not even have, they didn't look like they even have a blade on them. Maybe, they, maybe the knives were really bad in the 80s anyway. Yeah, I it was wasn't, like a bad I wasn't there. Knives. I don't know. So I'm trying to remember how, how do they end up on the stairs? What stairs? The stairs where she, he, he. Oh, uh, well, she, she shows up with a baseball bat. Yeah, she goes back. She goes back to go get him. Mm-hmm. Because she's mad at him. She's, okay. She's and so then she, she goes, knocks him down the stairs. Yep. And he chases her up the stairs. And she, no, and then well, she, she chases she her knocks up, him. Then she knocks him down. He and then drags him to the cooler. Out, takes him to the freezer. Yep. He, he, that's, he's not in good shape. He's like, I'm going to no. get you good. And but she's meanwhile, also, all the power has gone out. Or not power. All the phone lines have gone out. Uh, and so Mr. Carruthers is trying to get up there. But he like pulled the plug on the radio. Halloran. Halloran. Mr. Carruthers. That's his Who's last name. Scatman oh, Carruthers. Gotcha. Scatman I was like, what? Which sounds like a nickname. Like, hey, Scatman. And you guys, it may seem like we're all over the board with the plot, but that's honestly kind of how the plot felt. It, we yeah. were it's going very from true. Halloran and him trying to get back up to the um, hotel we're for no apparent reason. We're not missing parts. That's literally This is it. And then there's the Jack is slowly deteriorating and Danny is becoming seemingly more and more possessed. And yeah. Wendy is emotionally like breaking down and this is all happening Are we supposed to be Wendy in this movie? Because it feels like she's like the only straight person as far as like semi-normal person. No, I don't, I don't think we're supposed to associate with any character. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, when I think she's it's scared, more of a commentary. I feel for her. So anyway, all of this basically this ends up ends up into this this chase scene where they're in a bathroom. They're trying to get out. Wendy and Danny and uh, Jack is making his way through the Escape hotel. Escape through a window. Escape through a window, like a very tiny window crack. Wendy Jack get gets through. an axe. Mm-hmm. Which, which is feels very telling. Full circle. Yep, full circle. He starts breaking down the door. Danny gets out the window down this giant snowbank. Mm-hmm. Which looked like uh, the most fun in the whole movie. It did look super fun. I yeah. actually thought that too. Um, and then he is going after Wendy. Wendy stabs him in the hand when his, his hand comes through the door with the yeah. axe. And stabs him with a spatula looking. Then knife. He, he hears somebody yes. come into he the hear, hotel. Yes, he hears. And goes down to explore. Yes, on and, this big like snowmobile kind of thing. Not yep. snowmobile. Snowcat. Uh, yeah, Which is, a that is coming in on the If I lived cat. in the mountains, I would want that to be my that name. That was Snowcat. 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 Snowcat Hollingsworth. Hey, He's master of the slopes. <laughs> Snowcat. He's thought a lot about this. <laughs> I thought about it. And I'm like, That's a good nickname. A, he did a skiing motion. If I there. was a skiing coach, I would want to be called Snowcat. Snowcat. So Halloran makes it to the hotel, <laughs> and Jack on. is is wandering around, is around trying to figure out who's inside. Yes. They end up, you know, there's this hotel is so twisty and turny that you're watching them like kind of all moving around yep. in their various areas. Yes. Danny's outside. Wendy's trying to like get out of the bathroom to be able to loop back around. Danny gets back inside for no good reason. Yeah, why did Danny hides go in a back cabinet? So um, Halloran's walking. Jack's walking. They're all kind of deranged. And then um, Jack happens upon Halloran and you're like no this isn't going to happen he didn't make it all the way up here just to die but then Jack just like axes him him, straight in the chest just right yeah right in the chest he dies almost immediately and just collapses to the floor almost invalidating the whole purpose of his character getting there other than bringing the snow cat that was like the only reason he got there and so... Wendy takes off outside Uh, Danny takes off outside Danny goes to the maze yes and uh, ends There's up a being chase scene a big chase between scene Jack between and Danny. yep, 
and is very scary. But um, that little kid is so resourceful. He's very smart. Because he ends up figuring out a way to cover the tracks. He yep. had been uh, had spent a lot of time outside walking that maze with his mom, and so I think that he, like, knew he his way He seemed pretty around. resourceful for a five-year-old or how right. many supposed right. to be. Right, he's definitely little. And so he ends up being able to get out and get to the snowcat where his mom is waiting. They climb in, they get out, and then, like— I don't know. It just automatically populates to the next day. Yeah, and the right. first thing you see is Jack, Jack Nicholson's crossed eye, frozen head. It looks like he's an ice cube point sitting out, in the snow. I laughed out loud when, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but when, so. when Jack Nicholson's frozen face pops up in that one scene, it legitimately, he looks like a Muppet. Like it's he disconcerting. Is like, he is discolored. It's, his teeth are all kind of like jetted out and his eyes are crossed. I don't know if that's what happens when you freeze to death. I don't know if your eyes crossed. He's also, like he was also like totally so. Looney Tunes by that point. He was bananas. So they take us back inside point, the hotel, like and this was the ultimate oh, twist for yes, me. Because we've end. been seeing these shadows periodically. Of They'll run into characters that are out of date. So he'll like be in the bathroom and run into, into the, the former maintenance man that was at the party. Yep, yep. And then the bartender. And then Wendy's walking through, and the whole like uh, hotel lobby's full of cobwebs. And the twins, like or not the twins, the Shining Girls are out there. Like, there's all these flashbacks. So they're panning along the wall, and it zooms in on this one particular photo. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like the seven photos. times to make sure you don't miss it. Yeah, yeah the photo is, is a lot from of zooms. 1921, and standing right in the middle of the photo is Jack. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, Jack dun. Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Who has not aged from 1921 to 1980, which well, I think I don't just think reinforces. He's to have. It reinforces our theory be... that Jack Nicholson. Is uh, a no, gypsy it's not zombie the same person. Well, he's yeah, saying Jack Nicholson, the person. I do know that. It's Jack Nicholson, definitely not Jack I feel Nicholson. Like he is uh, an ageless uh, ghost man. No. No. It's it's that he was re- almost like reincarnated. reincarnated. He found his way back to the same hotel that he died uh, at the first time. That's why no. it's fascinating. It it's, this, it's supposed to be like the evil of the hotel. Drew like him back. juxtaposed with the evil that is like alcoholism and the, the dissipation of the American family as we know it. Wow. Wow. I didn't get all that wow. out of it. But oh. that's impressive. Well, <laughs> what I, I got was... out of it was, first off, a few things. This hotel should have never hired this guy in the first place. Yeah. When I'm thinking what are caretaker for my mountain hotel, I my massive think, mountain uh, hotel is going to require teacher, repairs. Rider. Yeah. This Jay Nicholson has the worst work ethic of anyone in this entire movie. He does movie. nothing. He literally, he, the first time you see him, he's like waking up at 1130. Yeah, Wendy does everything. She literally does everything. She takes care, and he literally just wanders around in his bathrobe or like pretends to write, which we find out later he's a really bad writer. Oh, yeah, writer. we never circled back on that. When Wendy goes and finds his all little work, writings, all his writings said, uh, what is it? All work and no play make Jack a dull boy. Makes which Jack a dull boy. Is not, you know, that's not his creative writing, though. That's his madness taking over. Right. He has 500 pages that say the same line. Line same over phrase, over but it's, I did like the layout of it because it was like different paragraphs and like some yeah. of it was in like poetry form. I like yeah, it. It, it, was, it just like makes him seem very like sporadic and scatterbrained. Yes. It's almost as if he thought he was writing this long like masterpiece and like his brain was just taking over. I honestly blame the whole thing. On the, this whole thing could have been prevented had the general manager of the hotel actually hired somebody from the area who knew the mountains and the snow really well mm. and who, like who's also maybe a handyman. No, this is not cabin fever, Ryan. 
What? That's literally the whole. It's it's not cabin fever. Like, is that what you're trying to say? Cabin fever, like the movie. I also saw that. Not a no. great movie. What do I do? I no. Well, it's not cabin fever. It is like an inherent evil within the hotel. This so could have right. she's making anybody. You're saying that anybody who would have gone there, would I'm have just saying crazy. the hotel itself would have been cared for better had they actually hired somebody who but was. But the capable. hotel wasn't falling apart. The hotel seemed fine. It was them who went like nuts. The people. Yeah. Except for uh, what's her name, Wendy. Wendy. Wendy was great. Wendy literally, she she did everything. She um, took, Wendy almost got murdered. I'm saying she was a great person. She didn't go crazy. Oh my gosh. Everyone went crazy except for Wendy. So, yes, did that's she, true. So. But she did, even she started to see things at the end. Did she? Yes, because when she's walking back through the hotel, that's where she starts to see Oh, because she did see the ghost sitting in there. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also, all the blood through the elevator doors, that scene is. It Here's took the them thing. a year to make that functional. Haunting. We have and a couple friends who takes. love Stanley Kubrick. One specifically I can think of. <laughs> Jared Hogan, you may never listen to this, but if you do, uh, I don't, I don't get some of this movie. I feel like it could have been. I feel like it was made intentionally weird, uh, rather than like trying to tell a great story. Yes. Personally, well, there's a lot. I mean, even if you look through the facts of this, um, Stephen King hates the way that this movie was made because it's so different from the book. Right. Um, and Stanley Kubrick is known for like taking a genre film and really turning it on its head, like right. he did with like some of the other ones he'd done, Full Metal Jacket, and some of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2001: A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. So he had taken like these genre films and really kind of like broken them up and rebuilt them or whatever. Right. But this one felt especially like there were parts of it and like this movie was two and a half hours long, which is a long movie. If I could think of some scenes to cut out and it would have been I just think fine. Of a handful. Think of yeah. a handful. There's like uh, eight minutes out of the gate uh, with uh, them just driving up and to Colorado. Drone footage for. 14 minutes. I, I, was, <laughs> I liked it. I did like that. That was like... It was just too long. It was advertising for Colorado. It was beautiful. But yep. it was a lot. And also, I feel Even like... Even though it was shot in Montana. That was shot in Montana? Go on. Let's hear some facts uh, about this movie. Is, so that was shot in Montana. The whole the whole hotel was actually in England, I believe. I um, thought it was in Oregon. We'll double check that. Uh, hold, please. <laughs> Mary's on the look. Uh, but I, ha- I did hear that Stanley uh, did not actually Stanley like... Stanley from... No. Marvel Stanley Comics. Kubrick. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Did I'm on a first name basis? So just chill out. Go on. Stanley, um, like hated traveling, so he only was at yeah. the stuff shot like in the hotel and would not go to anything else. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, he didn't want to leave England closer to the end Is of he his from life. England? He lived in England at least. No. He may not have been. I don't know a British. lot about him except some of his movies. Um, yes. Yeah, he directed a lot of really famous movies. Yeah. I already mentioned like Clockwork Orange, 2001: A Space Odyssey, but and uh, Full Metal Jacket, but also Eyes Wide Shut and Doctor Strangelove in many, many movies in the 50s and 60s. Like, I started writing down a list of, oh, I know that movie and that movie and that movie, and they're all, like, with the same type of edge as yeah. this movie. I've only they're seen two of his horrors, movies before this. I saw Full Metal Jacket and 2001 Space Odyssey. Sounds like he was not the easiest person to work with Definitely from what I not. have read. Incredible, like, more of a perfectionist than anything else I've ever heard of and was um, infamous for making his actors shoot and reshoot scenes up to like a hundred times. Well, I read, because I was following along the Wikipedia because the plot was starting to get away from me a little bit, so I went to the Wikipedia. That's probably on account of the laundry you were folding. That probably, have, not, not, probably didn't help. Uh, but I've read that the scene where um, Shelley Duvall and Jack Nicholson are up on the stairs where she's swinging a bat at him, they shot over a hundred times. That's that actually scene. a myth. 
Is it? Yes. Somebody, Go on. Somebody said that. Debunk it. But then they actually checked with the cameramen who were shooting it, and they oh. said it probably wasn't shot more than 45 times, which is shot still insane. Than, sorry. Not that 100. is still insane. Only 45 times life. of Jack Nicholson getting hit with a baseball bat. On the, on the flip of that, though, the scene where he's breaking through the door when she's in the bathroom, yeah. it took them three days to shoot that. They went through 60 doors. You were kidding me. I'm not I kidding. Also, so I also read that the first door that they used was like a like paper— like like a much a thinner, door. like a prop door. Uh-huh. And Jack Nicholson used to be a firefighter and just like- Are you serious? It didn't look believable when he like tore through it because it was just, he got through it so quick yeah. and so easily. And so they had to keep like making the door stronger. Like a so, real door. Yep. He was a volunteer volunteer fire marshal. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to point out, Jack Nicholson, crazy out of the gate from this movie. He was like totally. that, so that's mean one of the to things his wife. That, um, Stephen King really hates is that in the book, the the character Jack was a lot more um, gradual right. as far as deterioration, and he came he he never really came across as a super nice guy. Not even a little. I know. I mean, in the book, oh, he the didn't book come too. across as a super nice guy, but he came across as a much more normal guy. Right. And then you started to see the alcoholism, and then you started to see the signs of abuse, and then he started to deteriorate and become crazier and crazier. And so Stephen King actually wanted somebody. Um, I think he really wanted John Voight okay. to play the character because he had a much more like normal Calm guy composure. To yeah, him. versus Jack does Nicholson. look crazy. But, like, yes, and he so. has a reputation for playing crazy characters because he was just like right. His one floor was a cuckoo's nest. We mentioned mm-hmm. that earlier. That yeah. While we're on the uh, topic of who should play Jack, other people that our friend Stanley go on considered uh, was Ray Robin. Romano. Nope, oh. nope. Good guess though. <laughs> that would have been that would have really changed the movie. Charles I wish I could. Do, can you do a Ray Romano impression? Deborah, <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> That's all I got. Right. Pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Uh, no, you always surprise me with those. I know they're good. Um, Robin Williams, actually. Really? So Which I, I feel like not wow. he would have been. Really I mean, great. he would have been great because he, he does have that like composure to him that he had in Google Hunting, but then he flips on Matt Damon mm-hmm. so quickly yep. that you're like, oh shoot. He could have been a much more like kooky, like loopy type of. Right. Jack Nicholson had more of an aggressive, like angry edge to his right. madness, and Robin Williams could have been like that kind that's almost like you can't get through but to But I do them. feel like he could have gotten like scary crazy too. Like Rob Williams could have Definitely. gotten there. In an incontrollable kind of whimsical way. Who was the other person that you were Robert saying? Robert De Niro. Really? Yes. Which is angry to the other extreme. Wow. So basically Robin Williams and Robert De Niro have been up for every role. It sounds like it. Ever so honestly. far. So, That's but, pretty good. Yeah. Was, it, was Robin Williams also up for... Um, the role in Pretty Woman? I'm going to go with maybe so. Richard Gere. Sure. Sure. Robin Williams oh. and Julia Roberts? Oh, that would have been quite everybody the... else. They are going to say for Danny. Oh, go on. Uh, Danny, though, uh, so we were, Mary and I were talking about, like, how, like, haunting that would probably be to have to play that role. But they, like, from what I've read is they kept him very, like, isolated very and never isolated. told him anything about the They told him they the were piece. shooting a drama. He didn't even watch the movie until he was 17 because they were That's so really afraid that well it was going to stick Way with him as a kid. that kid because that thing would have been I mean, terrifying. even, like, this, even just pretending you have, like, a, like the, the red rum right. scene. Mm-hmm. Maybe they told him red rum because... They didn't want him to tell to scream murder to his mother. Potentially, but even no, still, like, because Red Rum was something that was in the but book. But he still carried in a knife. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's there's true. some. I mean, even without context, yeah. you're like some of that stuff was very the part creepy. That he's like laying in bed and foaming at the mouth. Yep. That, oh, yeah. Yep. All that. And then he does the. Um, Danny can't play today. Oh, or can't, oh Danny's not here. I forgot about that. When he that. gets taken over by Tony. There are some creepy Ooh. parts in this movie. Okay, for but sure. speaking of Tony, we need to acknowledge this because I thought that this is fascinating. Go on. Um, so Danny Torrance's imaginary friend Tony 
Yes. Is not given much of an explanation in the movie. Uh-huh. But in the book, Tony is actually Danny's adult self speaking to him from the future. What? Wow. In the book, Danny's middle name is Anthony, or Tony for short. And um, Tony is a benevolent imaginary friend who acts as a sort of like a conscience, uh. sixth sense, and a companion for Danny since he doesn't have many friends at school. Tony's also fully visible to Danny as a person instead of just being like the little finger wiggle, yeah. which is actually something that that actor did during his audition. That was not something he was really? coached to do. It was pretty creepy. So um, in the film, Tony appears as if like he's going to, like an evil presence almost, like he's possessed by something. Something that's within, like, like it's almost like a something that's overtaken him, that's following him around, right. instead of just being like a metaphor for his adult self, somebody who's looking out to, for him. It does seem in like it's future. like a an evil thing that's trying to like pr- like guard him from seeing. He doesn't. I can't tell. Does Tony want him to to be able to have the shining, or trying to block the shining? I think that Tony. The shining is not a bad thing, right? No, no, no. They're not saying. They never actually say that the shining is a. The shining seems to be an effect within the hotel. Like it's something that's triggered. Like it. Like a. Like these. They say. uh, One of the quotes is um, when Halloran is talking to him originally. He said, "Places are like people. Some shine, some don't." Mm. So Um, this place shines. What are you saying? This place shines, and that's why he's saying, "Like that's that's why we can. That's why we can hear each other. That's why we can see things that other people can't see." But a lot of the things that they're seeing are scary. So I think it's more of like a heightened awareness. It's not necessarily that it's good or bad, but that actually drives sixth sense. Which I got a lot (laughs) of sixth sense vibes from this movie. That uh, a kid who sees dead people. I feel like that was like. I didn't know M. Night Shyamalan. He's been dead uh, the whole Shyamalan. time. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I just thought that that Shyamalan. was so interesting because... Um, it is very interesting. You know, Stephen King wrote a sequel to this to this book originally that's going to become a movie in 2020. Really? That's Danny as an adult. Oh, does he go back to the Overlook and then he is Jack Nicholson? No, he does not. But no. he's actually, in the book, we can't say for the movie yet since it's not out, but in the book he's haunted by a lot of the same demons, not literally, that his father had. So he is Alcoholism. very angry uh, and he is an alcoholic. I feel like, I, okay, I've never gonna be read played a by Ewan Stephen McGregor. King. What? He's, oh, really? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I've never read a Stephen King book. You ever read a Stephen King book? I've never, I've seen other movies by him, but I've never. I do feel like a lot of other Stephen King movies, again, I haven't, I also haven't seen a whole lot of them. Pet Cemetery. I didn't see that one. Mm -mm. Uh, Children Children of the Corn? I don't know. No, I don't think that was him. I'll check. Uh, What was that one he wrote with Johnny Depp as an author? Mm. The Room with a Window or something like that? Oh, yeah. The Room with a Door? I don't know. I don't do Stephen King. I did um, watch 11-22-63. Oh, yeah, he did that too, right? Yeah, that's about that. as Stephen King as I can get, and that's like the anti-Stephen King. But I feel like, oh, he did It. I forgot yeah. that. But I feel and he did Misery, right? Um, Hold, please. Yes, he did Misery. I feel like he has a lot of like tortured writers uh, as characters in his books. Maybe I'm... Um, Cujo! Maybe. With a dog. I've seen that one. Children seen of the either. Corn. He did do that he one. Children of the Corn? Yep. He himself Why have you was... seen all these movies? Colleen loves to be scared. Do we need to take like an aside and just check on you? I'm good, guys. Um, <laughs> I did tell Mary I was when I was watching this and all like the like um, Danny's invisible friends. I was like, man, I would be way more freaked out. Ryan has told us great stories about Oliver's uh, yes. his son's invisible friends, and I was yeah, like, my this- son would just talk to his friends like, shh, stay upstairs. I'm like, who the heck is my son talking to? <laughs> and maybe it's his inner child or his inner adult. His from the future. Nope. From the future, Oliver. Please don't do that. What's Oliver's me. middle name? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson. I was just going to kill you. Ryan, please leave that in. <laughs> Oliver Jackson Hollingsworth. 
I know my son's name. I was protecting his privacy. Um, all right. Well, oh, I mean, boy. that's kind of the gist of it. So overall... Oh, Keep you going. Do? Yeah, we're, let's we're hear it all. So facts can, on facts on facts. I will we'll say cut some of this down. We're 30 minutes in already. This so feels fine. We still have the we intro. This up. I feel all good. right. Go on. Tell me some facts, May. So, did you guys know mm-hmm. that? Um, to keep uh, Jack Nicholson in the right state of mind. Oh, part. oh my gosh. <laughs> they really wanted him to stay agitated. Apparently, he's a, he's a bit of a method actor. Okay. And so that meant that he needed to actually stay agitated at all times and on set. And so they fed him only cheese sandwiches for two straight weeks, which he hates. Which Mary also sure? is a real fire festival type vibe, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really thought that was if very fire festival. If I only had cheese festival. sandwiches for two weeks, I'd probably be all right. I'd be fine. I'd have a good cheese of sandwich. All cheese, of all cheeses. <laughs> of and all the cheeses in the world, <laughs> one like, on sandwiches like, is my favorite. I actually think I love cheese sandwiches, and so when they That's say excited. that, I'm like, oh, score. <laughs> I would have said, say, two weeks of cheese sandwiches, you promise? Like of, <laughs> of all the foods to get agitated about, cheese right. sandwiches is like... You know what really grinds my gears? A cheese sandwich. sandwich. Colleen, what would what would be a food that have to feed you for two weeks to make you agitated? Mm. I'll tell you mine. Oh, Potatoes. Egg oh, salad. I, I hate egg salad. Oof. Really? If yeah. you only had, if they're like, Colleen, we have to feed you egg salad That's all day right. for two weeks. I'm out. You'd be such a grouch. <laughs> You'd be so out of there. If I had baked potatoes every day You'd be done. for two Mary? or three That's days, great. Meat? I would be. Just Any meat. kind of meat, basically. Well, Especially if it was like, this time we're going to give you a different kind of meat because then I couldn't even act on it. That's meat week. We've done meat week with you twice. We're going to do it again this summer. Speaking of things that people hate. Speaking of things that people hate. Um... Shelley Duvall had a really hard time on this movie. Um, she was the one who played Wendy. Stanley Kubrick uh, was very really mean, mean to her, her, right? Very mean Stanley to her. Kubrick. And he was not very nice to most people, um, from what it sounds like, but he singled her out specifically because he wanted her to stay very fragile. And I was she was very fragile in this movie. You could tell, like, it and felt like that she was. was... It. That was not, she said, and she still recalls that this is the hardest part that she has ever played Eesh. because of the emotional torment that was happening on screen and off. Because he would just like, imme- like down to the point of you being here is a waste of all of our time, like just calling her out in front of everybody. And then when people proceeded to sympathize with her, he said to them, this is a direct quote, do not sympathize with Shelly, it will not help her. Wow. And he was like, Ruthless on her, and that. But he is got what he wanted out of it. He got his character. He did, his, and she, she looks back on it movie. and says, "Like I wouldn't have had it any other way because of the performance that I got out of it." But I never want to do that again Gosh. because it was so painful. I did read that this movie had terrible reviews when it came out. Like, yeah, it did not, did not like it or respect it, was, it. So I mean, and has, visually, this movie you could watch the movie on mute and you would still get across what was happening. Yeah. Like visually, it is stunning and it's really dynamic. This one of the first movies that used Steadicam. Really? Uh-huh. I read that on the that. Wikipedia. It was very steady. On the Wikipedia. On the Wikipedia. Um, did you know Go on. that uh, the phrase all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy is translated differently in the foreign language versions of this movie? I did not know this. Um, in the German version, the phrase translates to don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. So like fortune cookies. The Spanish <laughs> translation is although one will rise early, it won't dawn sooner. And in that Italian, it says, "He who wakes don't up get the spice and meatball." That's it. No? <laughs> That's kind of yes. It's a, it. He who wakes up early meets a golden day, and so it's like very. Oh, yeah, these are all very encouraging. I would, yeah, those those all sound a lot better. Who, who than, wakes up early has a golden day. I think maybe they're just trying to go for something really philosophical. I don't feel like we can make the argument that there's no direct translation because it's pretty. It's pretty standard. Those aren't pretty like clear. Hmm, interesting. Um, and then additionally. 
We know for sure we've talked about Stephen King hated this movie. It was well-known, so well-known, that in 1997, when he convinced somebody to readapt The Shining for the screen, um, they actually had to buy the rights back from Stanley Kubrick, who had bought them for the movie. And his his condition to selling it was that Stephen King had to stop ripping the movie to shreds whenever asked about it. Really? Yeah. Um, it's like just Did, to be able to readapt there, his own movie, he had to buy the rights back and, and like, stop that insulting was, the bad version of it in his mind. Wow. Wait, is there a second Shining? Did that come out? Uh, yeah. Was it good? There's I another Shining movie Wait, for real? It's, yeah, it's a mini series. I want to say on TV. You'd have to double check it, but it did. They did end up getting it and reshooting really? it. The only thing that he was still well. allowed to say was that he was disappointed in the way that Jack Nicholson played Jack Torrance um, because they really thought like. Uh, he really thought oh. the the thing is all supposed to revolve around Jack, and they yeah. really they're depending on who you ask. It was much more about Danny or Wendy yeah. than it was about Jack, and it's supposed to be about the evil that's infiltrated his life and how that plays out for everybody else, right. and not so much the focus on. You were right; it's a Wendy TV miniseries, and it got so far not so good. Great reviews. Hmm. Well, there's that. Okay, this is my last fact. Go on. The maze, the snow maze at oh, the end. Yeah. I did love. I love a good. Uh, Hedge maze is what they're called, yep, right? That's but I love it. a good corn maze. I don't think I've ever done an actual Imagine hedge maze. Good corn maze. With me, if you will. Go on. It's not winter when they're shooting this part of the oh, movie. Oh, really? It was supposed to take six months. It took almost a year. To make the whole movie? To make the whole movie. And most of the things that they were doing weren't air-conditioned. And the maze was one of them. That, the maze was um, indoors? I believe so. Wow. But it was so hot. Like, it was hot enough that they would like take off all their like puffy clothes yeah. and jackets in between takes. Um but the maze itself, like, was not snow because it was not winter or so was not outside, either one or the other. And so it was 900 tons of salt and styrofoam. You are kidding. That made up that whole wintry maze. Shredded styrofoam is that stuff that, like, will never come off of you either. That's, the, like, for some reason it's got that nice static cling to it. Yeah, it's probably still there. And um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would assume. Towards the end of the movie, they had a huge fire that resulted in like $2.5 million of losses of sets because uh, Stanley Kubrick ins- insisted that the movie be shot in order instead oh, really? of shooting like all of the scenes that take place in the maze at once and huh. all of the scenes that take place in this one room at once. He did it in order, scene by scene. And so they had to have all the guy. sets that's on Stanley standby Kubrick. at all times. And so they had this huge fire towards the end and lost a bunch of the sets. And I'm thinking that the styrofoam may have been the first thing to yeah, it ignite. Like, it seems like that would be. Although that's at the end of the movie, so it's unrealistic that what I just said was true. There you go. Well, Colleen, would you recommend this movie to someone who hasn't seen it? I would say that's it, the big question here. If you, I would. So I would ask the first clarifying question: Do you like scary movies? If they said yes, I would say you should see The Shining. I think you should see it. You think it should be like a standard showing for like, oh, you like movies? You haven't seen The Shining? What's wrong with you? No, I wouldn't do that. I, don't I wouldn't feel like it say it's the same reaction say, as yeah. like when we tell people that you hadn't watched Pretty Woman. Everybody was like, "Wait, what?" Right. And but now, I watched Mary tell J- so Jay Cody today mm-hmm. that she hadn't seen The Shining, and he said, "You haven't seen The Shining?" Yeah. Or was it was a you? It was me. It was I you. Was there. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't remember which one of you. Okay. I was with. We get confused yeah. a lot. Yes, yeah, it's we fine. do. We look a but lot that's alike. That's, and we both have sons named Oliver Question Mark Collingsworth. Question Mark Question Mark. That is true. So you would recommend it. You would recommend it. You're no, saying. I'm saying I'm saying I would recommend it, but I don't think it warrants the oh my gosh, you haven't seen that response. Right. What do you think, Ryan? Um, I feel like I don't know. Maybe it got built up too much for me as like this super scary movie. When it is more of like a, I think it's intended to be like Probably. a a long 
psychological, slow-moving thriller. Do you think the, like, the poor special effects and stuff play into it or not really? No, I really think, like, that zombie grandma was really, like, grossly accurate. Like, it looked disgusting. Yeah. So I did not think the special effects played into it. And I actually think, like, the thing that made it the most scary is the soundtrack, because, like, the music soundtrack. was oh my really high. Like, the sound design thing. in this was everything. Man, when, uh, when Danny is riding his little big wheel on oh the carpet, gosh. the wood on the carpet. So much and, suspense. Man. Even just, like, the scenery, the music behind the scenery, you're, like, scared yeah. of looking at beautiful trees. <laughs> <laughs> right, for real. Like, it's I do so think, well like, done. Stanley Kubrick, for all his weirdness, this, like, it's a really beautiful-looking movie. Like, the different True. parts yeah. of it. Absolutely. Like, the, the set, set design, design is insane, which his wife and his daughter helped with a lot. And actually. I heard that he's... I read in Wikipedia again, uh, so all my facts are probably true. Uh, <laughs> that he was very involved with all the details of the mm-hmm. set design, so Would that you everything was anything less? very intentional. Like even books that were on shelves, or the stuff like read. that was behind people. Like mm-hmm. um, they said something. One of the theories, because there's a ton of theories about this movie, which we'll just kind of end it on this, because all of them are kind of crazy. But that this was meant to be. First off. <laughs> Any movie that says this was filmed or whatever, this hotel was built on an Indian burial ground. That feels like that's yeah. this is gonna be this you know, isn't gonna go but great. But do you think this is where that started? Indian I don't know. <laughs> that like whole on an Indian burial ground. Right. <laughs> but there's a lot of Native American themes in this movie. So like um when Scatman Carruthers is showing them the kitchen, several of like the cans behind them have like Indians' faces on yeah. them. There's a lot of Native American artwork. Hmm. And right before when Jack actually kind of does his first crazy thing where he yells at his wife, he's throwing a ball, uh, like, real casually against all this, like, yep. Native American artwork and all these fabrics and rugs and stuff. That's true. And so they said that, like, it was meant to, whatever, portray, like, the abuse abuse of Native Americans by wow. the white man. So you wouldn't recommend it or all you would? All that to say, it also <laughs> see it. they also say that um, <laughs> oh it was meant to be, uh, Stanley Kirk was trying to use it as a way to hint that the moon landing was fake, which is a whole oh, different thing. Oh, shoot, the conspiracy, I forgot to... We can't even get to this now. You know what, now. you guys, as your homework, you have to Google it. If you're not going to watch The Shining, which I I think you should. Okay, I'm going to say, yes, you should watch The Shining if you like movies. If you like movies. Like, I, but not you like, like if, movies? No, so if, you're like, if you're like, like film. a film buff oh, or whatever, yeah, you're okay, like, okay. oh, I need to watch all the classics. I think this is was, probably that. Personally, it's one of my favorite scary movies that I've seen. And that could be because it wasn't crazy scary. I right. like this for almost exactly the same reasons I like Shutter Island. Yeah. If you mm. like Shutter it Island, is a I think you like thriller. this. It's I actually very think much like psychological. Shutter Island, yeah. Not super demonic. If you listen, if you watch it through the lens of knowing that Danny's not possessed by a right. demon. And like, some really, it's there's some dark scenes otherwise. for sure. And it's very painful to watch him just be like mean to people. Yes, that is hard. But it, it like for as far as scary movies goes, not crazy scary. Very much a thriller. And I actually so I enjoyed say, it visually. If you casually enjoy movies, don't worry about it. If you love movies... You probably want to watch it. If you it. like scary movies, you probably yeah, want yeah, to watch it. Yeah, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. It's like a classic scary movie. Why so, not? All right. There we go. Again, Ooh. another lighthearted movie, but we are really on a roll yes, with just the fun are. stuff. This but time, I think we are going fun. I'm not very sure, excited about our next movie um, because you, Colleen, and Mary have not seen this movie, correct? Nope. Nope. We are going to watch the Coen Brothers classic, The Big Lebowski. The Coen yeah. Brothers made this movie? Oh, God. I <laughs> love this. <laughs> Well, I uh, cannot wait. So tune in next week. And again, if you're like, man, season three, what a downer. Well, we're picking it back up. Episode Woo-hoo! four, we're going to talk about The Big Lebowski. So we will see you then. Uh, until then, Red Rum. Red Rum. Red Rum. If you're wondering where you could get all your audio needs met, and the only thing you'd be scared by is how good it is, visit. Red. 
Red rum. Red, red rum. Red. Red rum. Rye. Rye and my dot com. <laughs> For all your sound engineer needs. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ah, greetings. It is I, the Count Von Count. And right now, you and I are going to learn which wonderful number is the number of the day. <clears throat> one. Go on. Two. Go on. Three. Go on. Four. Go on. Five. Go on. Oh, when will we get to the number of the day? Six. Go on. Seven. Oh, go on. Eight. Go on. Nine. Go on. The suspense is getting to me. Ten. Go on. Eleven. Go on. Twelve. Go on. Dancing number 12. Ah, terrific. <laughs> oh.